Let me tell you about Jace Medical. If you've been paying attention to the news uh, lately, drug shortages have hit a new record high uh, in December. Right now, there are 295 vital medications that aren't readily available everywhere that they should be in the United States of America. And, you know, things like that very, very complex and hard to get amoxicillin. Ask yourself, what happens when somebody you love needs one of these medications? May I suggest you get the Jace case. The Jace case is a personalized emergency kit that begins with the five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. They've just added ivermectin. You can get your family's life-saving medication and have a year's worth of supply on hand in case there's some sort of bad disruption. JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. Call today. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Beck at J-A-S-E Medical.com. All right. The program begins in just a second. Freak, welcome to the program. It is Tuesday, and what a Tuesday it is. We've got a couple of things. First of all, uh, the New York Times has issued a warning uh, that America really needs to understand. The New York Times is coming out against Donald Trump. I know, I know. And they say in the in the op-ed, you know, paraphrasing, uh, that they've, you know, they they... They took a fair and balanced look at Donald Trump, you know, in the first time, uh, first time around. But he's changed, and now he is dangerous. And uh, Americans should know, should know that. Comes as a complete shock to me uh, from the New York Times. Uh, we'll go through that. Oh, oh, and some might say this is how it begins, but I'm not one of those. Um, guess who's commenting on how important this next election is, and? How she's concerned. She just doesn't see, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. It's, uh, yeah, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is uh, dipping her toe in just to talk about the primaries a little bit. It's quite fascinating. We begin there in 60 seconds. First, just like the rest of us, dogs need a good dose of nutrition in the food they eat in order to lead a happy and healthy life. And that is especially the case if they're eating kibble food, which has all the nutrients cooked out of it. My dog, Uno, has begun to slow down in his old age. And while it's hard to watch that, I am glad that for the last few years, I've been feeding him rough greens and putting that on his food because I think it has given him the best years of his life. 
Uh, it's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog's food. It's the green stuff. You know, my wife is constantly, eat a salad from time to time. Oh, jeez. Can, can I put bacon and sugar on it? Anyway, the folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. They'll give you your first trial bag for free. All you pay for is shipping. Call 833-GLEN33, 833-GLENN33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. So we find out today uh, at uh, blaze, theblaze.com that um, the Biden campaign has brought a lot of reporters into their campaign headquarters to, well, have an off the record, uh, off the record conversation with the top political reporters and editors. Uh, and they brought them down to um, campaign headquarters in Wilmington, Delaware. And those journalists and editors uh, met with top officials in the campaign, uh, including the advisors and the strategists and even the Biden campaign manager. And the purpose of the meeting was to review media coverage and correct what the campaign believes they're getting wrong. Uh, and uh, that, that sounds normal. Doesn't that sound normal, Stu? That's journalism, Glenn. The first thing they teach at day one journalism school is always take meetings with officials that you're supposedly covering and let them uh, come to you and tell you what you should be writing. That's how you do the job. Yeah, it is journalism 101. I think people forget that. Um, But they met with the uh, journalist from the New York Times, Washington Post, Uh, The campaign plans to meet with reporters from Reuters, Bloomberg, NPR, Fox News, The Wall Street Journal, NBC News, ABC, and others in the coming day. I would imagine we're not one of the others um, that they're mentioning here. Uh, But apparently, according to the campaign, it has been very productive, very productive, um, because they, they did point out that not only the White House, but then not just the campaign, but Biden himself has been very frustrated with the media's coverage of the economy. Um, And they're especially concerned about the airtime that uh, polls are giving, uh, given because it shows Biden losing to Donald Trump. And uh, Biden and his campaign told the New York Times and other, they believe the, the media should dedicate more time to his narrative and uh, and also talked about Trump and how he re- represents an existential threat to democracy. Now, I haven't heard that last one from any of those guys. Um, but in a completely unrelated uh, story, the New York Times uh, has come out with a warning about Donald Trump in 2024. They sure have, Glenn. And this is devastating for the president uh former president trump i yeah. assume he's yeah. probably going to withdraw <laughs> from uh-huh. the entire nomination process today yeah, no. this it's is bone crushing it's bone crushing it? this is uh-huh. not glenn and you might think well what an op-ed from one of their writers no this no. is the editorial board that, so that is the New that's York a Times. group of um independent uh, journalists 
whose mm. I'm quoting the New York Times, whose views are informed by expertise, right, research, mm-hmm. debate, and certain long-standing values. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's that's why we should listen to them. We know the New York Times is the paper of record, all the news that's fit to print, and mm-hmm. they found it to be incredibly important for you to know that they are issuing officially, well, Glenn, and I, if, if you happen to be related to the Trump campaign, you may want to turn this off because just hearing this is going to crush you, but they are issuing an official warning Warning. About Donald Trump in 2024. Now, now, this is not the emergency broadcast uh, system, but uh, it would sound a little like this mm-hmm. if we were under attack, uh, you know, and we're following this uh, beep, this tone now <laughs> with uh, official information from the New York Times. And I, if I may, just read it verbatim because this is so devastating. Powerful. At the outset of this election year, with Donald Trump leading the race to be the Republican presidential nominee, Americans should pause to consider what a second Trump term would mean for our country and the world and to weigh the serious responsibility this election places on their shoulders. Mm. By now, most American voters should have no illusions about who Mr. Trump is. Now, some could say many of... uh, of the same things here about Joe Biden. Um, but uh, I, I just don't think most American voters uh, should have uh, any illusions about who Mr. Biden is. You live in your illusions on who Mr. Biden is. But let's talk about Donald Trump. During his many years as a real estate developer and television personality, then as president and as a dominant figure in the Republican Party, Mr. Trump demonstrated a character and a temperament that render him utterly unfit for oh. high office. Oh, yeah. my God. As a TV host. As a TV host. Oh. Yeah. Now, it's interesting to hear about the um, the all-important character of the individual. Uh, for instance, um, you know, he was a real estate developer and television personality. But uh, Joe Biden was a senator and then a vice president. And then a president, so a little more important than a TV guy. Um, But his character led he and his son and his family to take millions of dollars from the Chinese. And I think that's the kind of character that America really needs to take into account and, uh, and go for, you know. As president, the New York Times continues, he wielded power carelessly and often cruelly and put his ego and his personal needs above the interests of his country. Wow. Wow. Now, the guy taking money again from China or Ukraine has not done that. The guy who didn't know that uh, the Secretary of Defense was in ICU for a week certainly didn't wield his power carelessly or cruelly. And, and now, on, I, hmm? I don't know. Are you with me on this? I am. I'm surprised. I thought. They were open to maybe endorsing Trump this time. I thought they were on the fence. And this seems to be like they've made up their mind that not only will they not endorse Donald Trump at any time during this campaign cycle, but they seem to think he wasn't a good president and would not be a good president in the future. Well, I want you to know, Stu, that this for the next 60 seconds, this is not a test 
but an actual emergency alert from the emergency broadcast uh, system where we are now giving official information from the New York Times. This is indeed a warning. Uh, As president, he wielded his power uh, carelessly, cruelly, personal needs above the interests. But now as he campaigns again, his worst impulses remain as strong as ever. Oh, no. Encouraging violence. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. You remember when oh, he was yeah, encouraging that was big, violence. That was a big yeah. thing when he uh, a big thing. He advocated he was, the creation of a new Godzilla to crush U.S. cities. I thought that was yeah. over the line, personally. I did, That's, too. I did, too. And, and he specifically, the banners behind him said, stomp on the power lines and the trains. Right. Which I thought was... <laughs> You know, Over a little lawless. Uh, to me, a little lawless. Kinko shouldn't even print that banner. I mean, that's just me. That's I my know. stance. Yeah, right. Well, he in, he's encouraging violence and lawlessness. Now, I don't know of a president, uh, you know, in the last really uh, almost 20 years that has promoted lawlessness, you know, at all. No, no, no. I mean, I, you, look at our border. I mean, it's the most, it's zip. Our border, look at our... Our cities are just, they're amazing. I was in uh, West Palm last night having dinner with some friends, and uh, I've never really spent any time in in West Palm Beach. And it's beautiful. But I'm walking down uh, this street, and it is like money center. It's like Rodeo Drive, okay? And I've never been there, and it was just like, wow, the people who live here have a lot of money. And I'm, I'm, I'm driving down the street and I look at my wife and I said, hmm, now there's something different about this compared to Rodeo Drive. And she said, currently? And I said, yeah, currently. Do you know what it might be? And she said, yes, the plywood on the windows doesn't exist here. Hmm. Um, the stores that have taken their names off the stores and moved away because they're there is absolutely no law and order in California. And I said, yeah, I think that might be it. What, what was, what about the human waste? That was still there in Palm Beach. No, right? surprisingly, it wasn't. Huh. No, it wasn't. It was a very nice uh, American city. It was uh, very nice, very nice. Hmm. Uh, and it, it tends to be that way throughout Florida, which I'm trying to figure out what the difference is. But it must be that Donald Trump is uh, no longer in charge because he, again, um, encourages violence and lawlessness. So there's more to this. Uh, We'll get to it in just a second because it's a very important warning. (laughs) We get to that in just a second. First, let me tell you about Legacy Box. When you're walking down memory lane with your kids and grandkids, which you should be doing because it's important for them to know the history of your family. That is so important to know where and who you came from. You really want all those old photos and family videos at your disposal, which means you need to preserve them. And for that, I want you to try Legacy Box. Legacy Box is the industry leader in preserving all of your old family photos, camcorder tapes, VHS tapes, uh, film reels. They digitize them in a way that can be easily enjoyed, shared, and organized. They do all of the work here in the United States with a team of over 200 trained technicians, I've used them to preserve my own family's memories. I highly recommend you do that as well. Um, for those of you uh, who will come after and shape the future, 
you need to know where you came from. You need to know what America was like and our family videos and our uh, and our photos. All of our records testify to that truth. Please start the process today. It's a new year. Time to make a resolution that you can keep. Visit LegacyBox.com slash records. You'll save 50% off when you preserve your past with Legacy Box. Kick off the new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories that you haven't watched or enjoyed in years because you probably don't have that device left anymore. Go to LegacyBox.com slash records. That's LegacyBox.com slash records. 10 seconds. Station ID. So uh, we're looking now at a, uh, a campaign of Donald Trump, according to the New York Times, where, his, where he's encouraging violence and lawlessness. He's exploiting fear and hate for political gain. He's undermining the rule of law. Did you know that, Stu? And the Constitution. Oh, he's no. applauding dictators. And I don't mean people like Fidel Castro. I mean, he's not really That's a okay. dictator. That's okay. That would, okay. that would be fine you know, if you did Hugo that. Hugo Chavez, that's not bad. Doing yeah. business with Venezuela today, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, and these things are escalating as he tries to regain power, and he's plotting retribution. Intend on eluding the institutional, legal, and bureaucratic restraints that put limits on him in his first term. Wow. Wow. So the New York Times is letting you know, quote, the purpose at the start of the new year, therefore, is to sound a warning. Uh, Mr. Trump does not offer voter, voters anything, anything resembling a normal option of Republican or Democrat, conservative or liberal, big government or small. No, no. <clears throat> the Democrats are, okay, even though the Democrats represent an America where there is no difference between men and women, gender is completely fluid, white people are always racist, uh, we redistribute the wealth, uh, it's a Marxist state that is going to eventually turn into uh, something that does not resemble capitalism because it's not capitalism. So they're not offering anything like that. Uh, they're offering just that regular America, you know, that uh, is so constitutional. Uh, and, you know, he, he, Donald Trump is confronting an America with far more fateful choice between the continuance of the United States as a nation dedicated to the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. And a man who's proudly shown open disdain for the law and protections and ideals of the constitutions. Wow. I, you know what? I think I'm, I'm really beginning to see Donald Trump for the monster he is. <laughs> and you go on through this op-ed and it's this, much of the same. They talk about how his first four years in the White House did lasting damage to the presidency and the nation. And they go through all that. But then they say the republic, and they first, first of all call it a republic, which is yeah. actually news. So it's not a yeah. democracy. Well, they're this talking time. to they're talking to us, right? You know, yes, uh, the republic weathered Mr. Trump's presidency for a variety of reasons. His lack of prepared agenda, so he was incompetent and unprepared. Right, the disruption right, of COVID nineteen, right. so the COVID the, the pandemic got mm -hmm. in the way, and his appointees who tried to temper his most dangerous and unreasonable demands. 
Most of all, uh, it's it survived because the people and institutions in his administration and the Republican Party who proved strong enough to stand up to its efforts mm. to undermine the peaceful transfer of power. Mm. Okay, so you get the point here that like all these things limited him last time, and this time he's going to be fully unleashed, which echoes exactly what Donald Trump is saying on the campaign trail. Like he's telling his own voters, hey... I had all these things that got in my way last time. I won't let that happen again. I'm going to do all these wonderful things this time. And you go back at this and you think about, well, what's the reaction of, let's say, Ron DeSantis to this being released? Mm-hmm. Is the answer, is the, is the reaction of Ron DeSantis, yay, the New York Times is attacking my opponent and it makes it more <laughs> likely for me to win in Iowa? Right, or right. could it possibly be he... Sees it, he reads it on his laptop and then throws his laptop against the wall across the room. Because and says, what are, what are you doing, New York Times? You're helping Donald Trump. Exactly. And so you yeah. come to that conclusion. Is this a spectacular failure from the New York Times trying to sink <laughs> Donald Trump and being pathetic at doing it? Or is it, an, is it a success, which is giving Donald Trump ammunition to win this primary and then in their eyes eventually be defeated by Joe Biden. A massive, massive risk if you happen to be a Democrat, but one they seem intent on taking. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just a fascinating effort here because whose mind could possibly be changed by this? The New York Times readers who already think Donald Trump is Hitler? Are they like, wow, thank God they gave me a warning. I was on the verge of voting for the guy. <laughs> Or is there anyone who 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 is already voting for Trump who's just like, oh gosh, I mean, I don't know. Now the you know the New York Times is giving me a warning. This this establishment that I don't trust and hate with every fiber of my being is telling me this is the wrong thing to do. Gee, what should I do here? It's amazing. May I ask, Stu? uh, And I I sure this is a bit cynical. Okay, but may I ask that maybe. When the New York Times was meeting in Delaware, in Wilmington, and the White House said, you have to paint him as a danger uh, to the country. I mean, what are you doing? You should dedicate more time that Trump represents an existential threat to democracy. And then just a few days later, they were... (laughs) They write that. I mean, I know that's cynical. Oh, I mean, it's total coincidence. It's total coincidence. Oh, and also, uh, Joe Biden puts Donald Trump in his place, the New York Times, uh, and is Trump hell uh, from the New York Times. So they have a very, very good record here. It's Trump uh, hell. Is he hell? Is, is he, he hell? hell? That's the name is of the. Hell? That's the headline of that's a. The, that of a, is of a piece. Uh-huh. A piece is of something. Hell? I'll tell you that. Uh, it's a piece of something. You're right. <laughs> Smells like hell. Glenn Beck. Mm. Okay. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's uh, Berna. When you absolutely positively uh, have got to kill somebody threatening you and your family, you need a gun. But all, not all situations call for deadly force. And in those cases, what do you do? May I suggest the Berna Launcher? It is a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will send potential threats running in the opposite direction. It is legal in all 50 states. My wife carries one. Uh, my daughters carry one. My son carries one. You don't need a permit or a background check. Uh, and it can be used by all age groups over 18. The Berna launcher is 
is something that you just have to get within six feet of the person that you're afraid of. And it will launch kinetic rounds or tear gas. And I mean, tear gas is not pepper spray. spray. This will incapacitate an attacker for 40 minutes. It's being used by cops now. You should have one. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. That's Burna dot com slash Glenn. Get 10% off your purchase now. New documentary from Glenn on Colony Ridge. Don't miss it this week. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code Colony Ridge. You'll save 30 bucks. Well, to continue our conversation, uh, Pat Gray joins us now from Pat Gray Unleashed, along with our uh, executive producer, Stu Bergier. Um, You know, Biden has uh, continued his attacks on Donald Trump and his supporters. Now, this is something, again, the New York Times just said that Donald Trump does, but apparently not Joe Biden. But let me just tell you what happened. It is... uh, uh, his speech last night in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, he said that Donald Trump and his supporters uh, are defeated Confederates. Oh, so wait, we would be Democrats? After the Civil War, the defeated Confederates wouldn't accept the verdict of the war. They lost. So they say they embraced what is known as the lost cause, the self-serving lie that civil war was not about slavery, but about state rights. Uh, they call that the noble cause. That was a lie. Yes, Joe, it was a lie. It is really weird, but you would know it best because you're a Democrat. And that was the lie of the Southern Democratic Party. Uh, next, we're living in an era of second loss cause. Once again, there are some in this country trying to turn a loss into a lie, a lie that if allowed to live will once again bring terrible damage to this country. This time, the lie is about the 2020 election. Let me say what others cannot. We must reject political violence in America. I agree, like the Klan, which was an arm of the Democratic Party, or BLM, which is an arm of the Democratic Party, Um, He says always, not sometimes, but always, it's never appropriate. So I would assume that would be like, you know, BLM today. The violence of January 6th was the extension of an old playbook from the threats of violence and intimidation. Now, there was a period there, but I would add uh, just the kind of stuff we were talking about with the Klan which was a uh, a violent arm of the Democrat Party. I just thought I'd throw that in. Hmm. Yeah, I, they, they don't it doesn't get mentioned all that much. Uh, the no. history of these institutions. <laughs> yeah, no, it really it's strange. It it doesn't. Now, um, Michelle Obama came out, and uh, she said she is terrified by what may come out of the twenty twenty four election. Is she yeah. giving a warning? She's not. I mean, let me just. She's yeah, not no. saying that she's giving a warning about Donald Trump in 2024, is she? Yeah, she is. <gasps> she is. That's the same thing the New York she, Times did today. Yeah. So she's on this podcast with Jay Shetty, 
The uh, Jay Shetty? Yeah. Wow. Of course. Good. Of course. You don't get Michelle Obama if you're not, if you're a different Jay Shetty. Oh, okay. She says, what's going to happen this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen. That's weird because so am I. Because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects it affects us in ways sometimes I think people take for granted. Here she is. Listen. The things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am mm. terrified about mm. what could possibly happen because mm-hmm. our leaders matter. Who we mm-hmm. select, who mm-hmm. speaks for us, who mm-hmm. holds that bully pulpit. Yeah, it affects right. us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. Yeah. Is he wearing yeah. a Snuggie in that interview? He seems to be wearing a, a, a blanket with sleeves. Is it a Snuggie? Is it a slanket? What is it? Because, uh, <laughs> you know, this is because if this you is can why do he... shows in, 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 in Snuggies, I'm going to start doing the show in a Snuggie. I didn't I, know that I was have, allowed. I have to tell you, this is. This is why people put their good money into signing up for Blaze TV because they get the kind of deep questions mm. like Slanket or Snuggy, which is it? I and I don't think I've heard anybody else ask that, Stu. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Glenn. On that, yeah. Um, she said she, uh, she knows too much because she was married to the president who knows everything about everything in the world. Wow. She listed wars in too many regions, uh, the future of artificial intelligence, the environment, education, whether people will vote, people being too engrossed in their phones as other issues that keep her awake at night. Uh, then they focus the discussion on what offends her, you know, and many times uh, I've been in conversations and it's turned to that very familiar phrase. I wonder what offends Michelle Obama. Uh, and she spoke about it, and she dislikes injustice. <laughs> Thank God somebody does. Uh, she dislikes ego, right? Greed, don't you know it? And racism. She condemned unfairness and bullies. Um, and she also decried childish leadership in which somebody's just base and vulgar and cynical. You know, she's not cynical. The police don't always do you like that. White people don't always do you like that. That would be cynical. Uh, anyway, she says she just wants to resonate good. I, I want to I wanna be a face of reason and compassion and empathy. And that's much more important than my feelings because my feelings, I can take care of those. She's on the road of being a Republican. Listen to that. Her feelings don't matter because... She's in charge of those. That's the first progressive Democrat I've ever heard say that. She also talked about, and this is going to come as a surprise to you, about being another. She said, you know, you learn how to be excellent all the time because you can't be less, you know. Uh, And she said, I just find it interesting that some people can be indicted a bunch of times and still run for office while black men can't. And I thought of that. I thought of that when uh, her husband won the presidency two times in a row. Uh, I thought, boy, you know, I thought this was a country where a black man can't run uh, for office. And uh, I I must have been mistaken. 
It's called but oppression. It's called oppression. Huh? It's oppression that yeah. you know only eight years in the White House. Do you know mm-hmm. that they created that uh, constitutional amendment limiting presidents to two terms just to stop the first black president? That's uh, no, why they did it. Not mm-hmm. uh, I know no, it's, it's sad. It's sad, and it's hard to yeah, believe, it was, but it's true. It was a white guy. That, it's uh, uh, that well, he was really our first black president. Um, FDR. Oh, really? FDR. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He I really didn't was. know that. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was Clinton. No, nah, he was second. But no, no, he was the second black president. Yes, and neither Clinton or FDR were black. But they were. But they, well, it depends on how they identified that particular term. I mean, this he, is the one kind of, his, of... <laughs> one of his terms where he was a black president. And, and one of them, when he was a Native American president, one, well, he was, and he was a, a lesbian woman for one of his terms. Really mm-hmm. strange because his wife was too. <laughs> but anyway, this is the kind of thing that I think she's talking about, mm-hmm. the reason that she could bring to the table. Now, Stu, I mean, that's exactly how I would introduce her to the political process is getting her on some big show like the Jay Shetty show, which is anything but Shetty. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the the, the Snuggie guy. This the, yeah. You're going to put him on a show with a host yeah. that's wearing a Snuggie, and that's how you're right. going to launch the campaign. That's how you do it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I know you still think that, you know, I'm crazy, and I might be crazy for saying that she, because she keeps saying she's not interested in it, you know, but, wow, she's concerned. And what, what kind of person are you uh, that could save the republic that, that your party would come to you and say, look, he clearly can't run. We can't, we can't start a new campaign right now with anybody else. Uh, and, you know, she might say, well, you've got a great qualified black woman in uh, Kamala Harris. And I mean, you'd have to say, well, no, we just picked her for color. Um, she's not strong enough to be the president. Everybody hated her, even in our own party. And then she would remember, and then she would go, oh, you, you know what? You're right. And I could be probably the only replacement because you can't replace him with another white man. If you have a black woman right there on the side of the stage. Well, okay. I care about my country. I don't, my president will run it anyway. To be clear, I don't think you're crazy on this uh, on this theory. I, I think it's plausible, especially if things continue to go b- badly. I mean, you know, you know what Joe Biden's approval rating is right now? <laughs> on average, 38%. Holy cow. I mean, it's I, that high. <laughs> I really would have thought That's it was shocking. lower than that. Yeah, it's it high. is. I, I, wow. But like that is down... I mean, he's down from when it was terrible. Like this is this is really ugly. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wasn't Donald Trump's at like thirty nine? Yeah, Trump's wasn't good either. Trump's always yeah. terrible on, on approval rating yeah. though. From the moment he walked into office, that was not the right. case with uh, Barack Obama or Joe Biden. And it continues to go right. down for Biden. Things continue to get worse for his candidacy. And of course, he has other limitations that neither of those candidates had, and you know, including a, could- a, an age that starts with an eight. If they, if they could just, and I mean this sincerely, if they could just shut up or imprison anyone that would speak out against his policies or point out that, you know, they're not working. For democracy, um, right? For democracy. Okay. Mm-hmm. People would love him. Yeah. If, they, if he was the only choice, my belief is he'd get 100% of the vote, and that would show real unity in this country. 
That's how democracy works. Every single person, one man, one vote, one available candidate. That's democracy as it was outlined by our founders. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I so I don't think your your idea of Michelle Obama making this you know his heroic run is 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 implausible. I don't know that it's the most likely outcome, but I do think yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a possible. long shot. Yeah, it's a long it's a long shot, but it would be it would be one that I think would win the election immediately, unless she went out and she started talking to right. people. That's a- they'd have they'd have to run it in that very democratic fashion of keeping her under lock and key. You know, kind of like they did with Joe B- Biden. Just, you know, once in a while she'd appear from the basement. Um, but uh, you couldn't have her actually speaking on her own because she hates America. And it's clear once you start to hear her. Yeah. Can we investigate the uh, investigate that a little bit? Because I think the assumption is because if you look at Michelle Obama's approval ratings, for example, occasionally that's polled and they're very, very good. I mean, they she's overwhelmingly liked by the American people now. I don't understand that myself, but it's the abs. Uh, it's the abs. Uh, the arms. I thought it was the arms. Oh yeah, the, the arms, arms. The arms. Her arms are yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful whatever it is, arms. she's got good approval rating. Hang on, so- just a second. Hold on. Look, can we just think about her arms for a minute? Just a moment. Man, oh. they were beautiful. Mm. And they wow. still are, Glenn. In every I way, miss them. I she's miss the most them. beautiful woman in the right. world. Wow. I'm just. <sighs> Sometimes you just get that. That sense of what that woman really is, you know, all woman, just hear her roar, you know, and uh, sure. Anyway, uh, let me take a quick break and then you come back to your point on uh, on who she, she who she is in the poll ratings. First, let me tell you, if you are looking for the perfect home buying or selling experience, you know, and you think ah, it doesn't exist, I want you to call. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I think you'll be surprised. Everybody knows moving is no fun. I mean, you know, uh, gee, we have to have everybody over for Uncle Al's funeral or I got to move. I'm picking the funeral. I'm picking the funeral, Um, especially with Uncle Al, because you know what he was like. Anyway, there's so much that you have to do to get the house ready that you're selling. Um, You have to replace things, paint things, get rid of that weird 1970s wallpaper that you really never got around to removing, things like that. And that doesn't touch everything you have to do on the buying end as well. Sitting down, negotiating, uh, talking about one of the most expensive purchases you can make. It's no joke. You need some, no joke. It's, you need somebody who is really, really good. Folks, folks, no joke. I know Who's really good out there? I know. No joke. I'm not joking. Just think it would work because it's been working so well for Bidenomics. Let me try it for realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. So the theory is that Michelle Obama would be a last minute step in for Joe Biden because mm-hmm. she's very, very popular and would, would lead right, right away. Um, Correct. And like there's polling to back that up. Her approval rating usually 
ranges between 60 and 70 percent overall, despite the fact that half the country didn't like her husband as president. Um, so you'd think, it, you know, she, she you know, but she kind of clears a lot of that, even with some people on the right. She's just this figure. She's the first lady and she's not just have that same animus against her as some of the, the politicians. So the theory is she steps in and, and wins in the last couple months of the election. But like, number one, quite clearly, you have a very long record. Even Hillary Clinton's approval rating was positive before she started running for office. Like there is a uh, there is a long standing tradition of when you become a politician and everyone has to either vote for you or vote against you. There's kind of a situation where your approval rating drops. And I would expect that to happen in an in in environment like this. And that doesn't even include the fact that you, you know, Michelle Obama would out, be out there speaking about policy and giving her opinion on the future of the country and talking about how she's been oppressed her whole life or something and uh, despite living in the White House and maybe returning to it. And like, I don't know. I think when she's put in that position where it matters wh what she thinks and, and what she believes don't you think this would change? Don't you think the 70% approval rating oh. would be a, a remnant of the past just I, the second she steps on stage? I have to tell you, it's it's really cute the way you still believe that Americans pay attention and care. <laughs> yeah, it's an antiquated you know? belief of mine. Uh, yeah. It is kind of, I mean, it's cute. It really is. It's kind of old-fashioned. Makes me feel like, I don't know, we should... We should go to the beach and I should wear that black and white striped bathing suit and all the women would be in dresses and socks and stuff in the water. Uh, I think that's that's refreshing. It really is. You and that the overall bathing suit did give me quite the visual, uh, I will yeah. say, in my mind. Well, that stripes I will never are lose. not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> stripes are really not not good. Not flattering. Like no. Me, no. The Glenn Beck Program.